morning listeners welcome to today's episode of friday fact check at the outfield show stream we at the outfield show podcast inspiration through sport if you haven't followed us on instagram yet what are you waiting for follow us for more such inspiring and gripping content also subscribe to our channel on spotify and apple podcasts for regular updates on upcoming episodes enjoy today's episode of friday fact check On the 19th of June in 2018, the highest ever score in men's ODIs was recorded. This happened at Trent Bridge, where England had set the previous world record of 4.44 for three in 2016. England smashed Australia for 4.81 for six now, bettering their previous record. Johnny Bairstow scored 139 of 92 balls, and he was well supported by Alex Hales, who scored a quick fire 147 of 92. They were the chief plunderers in an innings in which England scored at 9.62 in an over. They hit 31 fours and 10 sixes between them, and a total of 291 runs were scored in boundary hits. Of the eight bowlers used by Australia, not one went for below six runs and over. And Andrew Ty became the 12th bowler to concede 100 or more runs in an ODI innings. Australia were bowled out for 239, and they suffered their biggest defeat ever. On the 18th of June in 2017, a famous, joyous, and a monumental win for Pakistan came forth. They met India in the final of the Champions Trophy, in which they won by 180 runs. Yes, they had an early slice of luck when Fakhar Zaman was caught behind of a no ball of Jasprit Bumrah, but Pakistan did not look back after that. Zaman made a century, made in century, and laid a platform for a total of 338. and then mohammad amir took over and pakistan were at their bowling best they ripped out india's top order in amir's incisive opening spell this was pakistan at their best and even a dazzling 76 by hardik pandya which was cut off by an unlucky run out could not spoil their party On the 18th of June in 2005, the Sydney Daily's headline read, "The most embarrassing defeat in our sport history in Australia." This summed up a performance when Australian side when they lost to Bangladesh. This loss reverberated around the globe, and Bangladesh had been 500 to one outsiders for the opening encounter with Australia in the Northwest series. After restricting Australia to a low total of 249 for five. Mohammad Ashraful led the chase with his maiden one-day international hundred. They paced their chase to perfection, with seven required from the final over. Aftab Ahmed hit Jason Gillespie out towards the river, ta- river top for a massive six. They scrambled a single later, and the great upset had been completed as Australia lost to Bangladesh. On the 17th of June in 1999, probably the greatest one-day match in the history of cricket was ever played. This was the World Cup semi-final, and the hundred overs of the semi-final had just about everything. 
everyone knows about that agonizing and painful end when the match was tied and Australia went through to the final because of their superior run rate in the earlier Super 6 stage. But there was much more than that. This was a masterclass by Michael Bevin and Steve Waugh, who patiently led to Australia's recovery after they had lost four wickets for 68. This was also a seam bowling superior performance from Sean Pollock and Anil Donald, who had combined figures of 9 for 68. A performance of a true champion from Shane Warne when he took 4 for 29 after South Africa raced to 48 for 0. An all-round display from a barely fit Jack Callis and some breathtaking hitting at the end from Lance Klusner. But then with two balls to spare and one run needed, Klusner set off for that fateful run only to find that Donald hadn't even left the non-striker's end. South Africa's dream died in the cruelest manner possible. We've covered an episode on the greatest ODI match ever played. Do check out on Spotify or on our Instagram feed to listen. On the 17th of June, but in 1981, Despite having a brittle body and a score of injuries, Shane Watson, perhaps one of the greatest all-rounders in international cricket, was born. At the crease, he was compared with Matthew Hayden because of his aggressive style and a follow-through he didn't need to gain a boundary. He made a good start in test cricket after he scored seven half-centuries and a century. The low point came in 2013 when he was axed along with three other players after he failed to complete a task set by coach Mickey Arthur. The best of his battles came with Wahab Riyaz in the 2015 World Cup where a fiery spell was looked upon by Shane Watson when he scored 64 not out to take Australia through to the semis. After his retirement in 2016, his finest performances came in the IPL for the Chennai Super Kings when he smashed 117 of 57 balls in the final against Sunrisers and Chennai won that IPL title in 2018. On the 16th of June in 2014, Sri Lanka's last wicket pair batted out the final five balls to cling on for a dramatic draw at Lord's. In scenes filled with nerve-jangling tension, umpire Paul Rifle gave Nuan Pradeep out LBW of the penultimate ball of the test. But Sri Lanka reviewed the call and Pradeep survived. There was more drama in the store. Stuart Broad forced an outside edge of the final ball, but it fell inches short of the second slip and prompted gasps all around. Sri Lanka had batted more than 90 overs in the fourth innings to salvage a draw and a famous one. How does it feel to drop the World Cup, Herschel? Said Steve Waugh on the 13th of June 1999 when Herschel Gibbs on this day, prematurely celebrating a catch of Waugh at mid-wicket, threw away a chance to put Australia out of the tournament at Headingley. Waugh was batting at 56 at this time and he'd come on the crease with Australia on the brink of 48 for 3 chasing 272. He went on to make an awesome 120 not out. Not only did it keep Australia in the cup, but it put them above South Africa in the Super 6 stage, an incidental detail at that time, but one would be of monstrous significance when the two sides tied in the semi-final four days later. 
The match tied and Australia went through because of their superior run rate to South Africa owing to this super six stage game. On the 13th of June in 1905 in Sarodar, one of England's most stylish batters is born, Kumar Shri Dulip Singh Ji. Dulip, to most people, was a nephew of the great Ranjit Singh Ji and had all of his rishti class and grace. His finest innings was a sensational 173 against Australia at Lords in 1930. It was Dulip's first innings in an Ashes Test, but he ended up being on the losing side after Don Bradman piled up 254. He only played 12 tests because of his poor health but ended with an outstanding average of 58. Dulip also cracked 333 in a day for Sussex against Northamptonshire at Hove in 1930. He later became the high commissioner for India in Australia and he died of a heart attack in Bombay in 1959. Say happy birthday to Javed Miyadad because he was born on the 12th of June in 1957. He was Pakistan's greatest ever batsman and the moment he crashed 163 in his debut test, his career was touched by genius. He was one of the two batsmen whose test average never dropped below 50. Miyadad made 206 in his four test innings and six double hundreds in all. He played in a record six World Cups and loved a scrap. Most famously, he waved his bat threateningly at Dennis Lilly in Perth in 1983-84 and mimicked Indian wicketkeeper Kiran Moray's noisy appealing by jumping and shrieking during the World Cup match in Sydney in 1991. He was a genius on the field with the bat and off the field he was extremely witty and funny and enjoyed his batting. That's Javed Miyadad for you. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode of Friday Fact Check. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you did, do follow that link in the description below towards our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram for more such gripping and inspiring cricketing content. Also, stay safe, mask up and get vaccinated whenever you get the chance and see you tomorrow with an episode of Saturday News. Until then, bye-bye.